Can they hear us crackling with anticipation? Ugh, with anger, frustration, <laughs> disappointment. I what? never thought I'd Ugh. be longing for the Thursday night Steelers-Browns game. Uh, I, what a way to launch a new era of debatable, Dominique. A fake mm. television show that has prided itself on never kink-shaming. And yet, and yet, if this game tonight is something you enjoyed, you're a freak who deserves to be banned from society. Shame your kink. Shame kink. So I guess we should explain what we're doing here. Um, do you want to do it, Dominique? Do you what are we it? doing here? Like, and this <laughs> is this, this game. We're watching the Niners, and we're that, watching yeah. the. Uh, you, not Broncos, anymore. The Broncos. Yes, this. When you after watching that game, you ask me, "What are we doing here?" I'm not sure if you're talking about what am I doing in my basement watching TV, or like what's the meaning of life. That's how rough this game was. Is it had me. And an existential crisis. Yes. Go, yes. Now, now, now. Properly used like for the first proper... time in the history of this fake television show. Episode of Debatable. A show that is now officially Dominique. Have you heard the news? Have you heard the news? <gasps> Everyone, many you're saying. Many you're saying. Alabaster, <laughs> are you excited about this announcement about to make? Are I'm you excited? Pumped. We are going to a new format that is not going to alienate the podcast audience, which I love. I would never alienate you. Even though they're Dominique growing on me continually. Okay, really? Okay. Progress, growth, yeah. growth. Um, nor will it alienate the fake television audience because both of you guys are going to get what you want when you want it. But we're going to do the thing where we do three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday episodes, which are going to be better for so many reasons. They're going to be gotta better. Explain it. You're going to sell it to them. We didn't want to do this, but then this football game happened and it forced <laughs> us to rethink our lives and change everything we had originally planned. And it feels like it feels wrong to do a show five days a week if some days a week we're going to have to talk about a 10-11 game that involved a human running out of the back of the end zone, other people throwing balls that were nowhere near receivers, tip ball interceptions, sadness, and lots of pictures uh, or lots of uh, camera shots of Mike Shanahan, who actually coached good football (laughs) games that were interesting. Not this foolishness it's with Jimmy Garoppolo. How... Remember when they said, you know what happens when you get Jimmy Garoppolo? You raise the floor. They're going to be just as good as That's they were right. last year. Now that Jimmy's... <laughs> and then I had to watch this. I had to watch this. And it makes me mad at Debatable. Because if we didn't have to do Debatable, I'd have went to bed the same time y'all did at the end of the first quarter. So we are time traveling a bit here. We also have the power because we time travel, because we're in this new format that we've been driven to by the insanity we've plunged into as a result of this game. We have the ability to edit stuff into the show, Dominique. Which is a great what the power. hell was Russell doing? Like, what can the we, hell has can Russell we, been can, doing? Can we for edit three together weeks, a picture a year. of Russell Wilson? Uh, wearing years. that tuxedo, um, like operating a blimp that just narrowly avoided crashing into um, a canyon. Can we do that? Because mm. this is what mm. this is what it's like now. We care. I was drafted so much than me. to Denver, and I love right. that place. It was a great city, great stadium, great fans. I enjoyed it. They don't deserve this. They do not deserve this. And it's not so bad. It's like a bad season is one thing. Lots of teams have bad seasons. They normally know when they're coming, and it's fine. They had high expectations, and they they don't anymore. And how could you walk away from this win? They won the game. 
and still feel gross. You know how? Because the score was 11 to 10. Yeah. No, this is Alien versus Predator. Whoever wins, we lose. We finally got the game that most resembles that movie poster. You need to find a different one. This is not Aliens versus Predator because both of them were cool. And they did cool things <laughs> and they like murdered stuff and they were dangerous and threatening. Yes, we all lose, but it's not aliens versus predator. I'll give you some time to figure out some other thing that is much worse and less fun to watch. Do you want to know what Russell Wilson said about this game? Oh, he, he said, already... this is, this is what championship football is all about. That's how he described this. Championship football. <laughs> That's what he just said in the press conference. I mean, in the post game interview. That. That's a real. That's a real quote. I bet Pete Carroll's watching that. Like I told you, like this is what <laughs> I wanted to do. This is what I wanted to do. You had to go all the way to Denver to learn that I want to grind it out and be ugly and be in close games at the end and only win because somebody else ran out the wow, back of the end zone. You're right. You're right. You're right. Poor Pete. I feel Pete. sorry for Pete Carroll. Hashtag Pete was right. Hashtag the championship of butt. Sway was Please right move too. On. Did you know Sway <laughs> was right too? Easy? Did you see that? Five fingers of death. Let's do it. Sway was right. Hey, Lammy. See you, buddy. So on this show, Dominique has been the self-proclaimed uh, conductor of the Tua train. And therefore, we had to bring on Izzy Gutierrez, a friend of Debatable, a person who knows a train track better than anyone else that I know who is based in South Florida. Izzy, it's your time. Welcome. Welcome back. I've always wanted to be a FOD, a friend of Debatable. <laughs> That's right. Welcome. I, don't, I was nervous for a second. I didn't know what FOD meant, what it stood for. <laughs> I, I thought we were going in another direction. But anyway, yep. let's not waste any more time. Let's talk about my fins. Let's Work do it, guys. So Your many, fins. So many no, acronyms. No, Alabaster. Stop it. Get us, get us to no. the topic. Guys, there was a <laughs> there was a dominant quarterback on the field today, and then there was also Josh Allen. So my question for you, who did Man. today's game tell you more about? Oh, Dominique is being baited. Or the Bills. He's being baited. He's being baited into getting off the train. I, right I, the I watched here. I watched the game. I know what really happened. I want to get out the way for Izzy because he, he has to live in that sweltering heat. So he might as well get a chance to celebrate. Well, I'd like to know what really happened because to me what really happened is like the first half, Josh Allen and the Bills offense looked – I mean – as as a as somebody who is you know sort of built to cheer for the Dolphins, like I was, I grew up here. They they kind of uh, sort of sucked my fandom away from over the last 15, 20 years because they've been so mediocre. Mm -hmm. But my heart's still there for some reason. I can't fight it. I have to be honest, right? You called so you Tua Tungavailoa to Breeze. You <laughs> said breeze, he is yes. Drew Breeze. <laughs> Drew Breeze. Like He's a lefty Drew Brees. And, 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 you know, so far with a decent offensive line and some weapons, hey, I'm not that far from being wrong, uh, from being right. But uh, I do think that, that Bill's offense just looked overwhelming. Like, it didn't matter how many people you got to Josh Allen, he was going to break free and find somebody. And, you know, for a lot of that game, it felt like, except for a couple passes to Stephon Diggs, it felt like just dump offs. But yeah when you can sort of shed off the, the defenders and just get seven to 10 yards whenever you can, like that's that's just as good as, you know, going 30 yards a, a play or two every once in a while. So it felt like they were unstoppable. And then all of a sudden, the Dolphins defense seemed to get to him. And I don't know how much, you know, because and then that second half, it was just so many dropped interceptions. It felt like both quarterbacks could have, you know, looked terrible for the game. But 
Tua, even after the concussion, which I'm sure we're going to get to. I'm sorry, the back injury. The back injury. <laughs> That's right. Spinal. Yeah. Get your talking points spinal. Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, but – he, it's funny how, and you know, when it, when it came down to is Josh Allen on a fourth and five couldn't get the ball five yards, and the guy who they said had a noodle arm threw a just laser to Craycraft. I think that shit, Craycraft is yeah. his name. Um, and it's just like, wow. So it's not that, you know, this is some sort of uh, Josh Allen is not as good as we think he is or Tua is better. That It's just a, a great finish, two really good teams, and a sort of a why-won't-they-die finish with Buffalo there. Just goes to show you how unstoppable they seem to be. But um, it, it feels like these are two powerhouses in the AFC right now. And I, I think we've sort of jumped over just assessing Tua. Now it's become, oh, okay, that team is legit. Tua, we already know, is good enough. Yeah. Is he great? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. But damn if he's not good enough. Yeah, he was he was great in moments. Um, and the mm. same thing last week. And that's what you ask for a quarterback. Like, it seems like the highest ceiling for him, and he's at that ceiling right now, is uh, like Jimmy Garoppolo plus plus. And he makes big plays every now and then, but they're not asking him to carry the team. What he did last week was unbelievable for one quarter. So we're not, no one's going to ask him to be Josh Allen where he's kind of the entire team is dependent on his success. But Tua makes good decisions, even when he makes bad decisions, because I would argue that the touchdown pass that he threw was... It was predetermined, yeah, for sure. It was but not, he just stuck it in there. Yeah, it was not a good <laughs> pass, but he, it was accurate. I guess it wasn't a good decision, but it's an accurate pass. And I saw that time and time again. None of his passes, or it felt like very few of his passes, except for that deep ball to Waddle, were like wild throws. But if you like watch them, you see the the intelligence that he plays with and the accuracy that he has, the placement of the ball is something. And those are the small things that separate like game managers from game managers plus. And he's a game manager plus. So we're going, that's what we're going with now. We're going with game. Wow. Manager wow. Plus. Game manager plus. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I just stumbled feels, upon it, that. I that like it. It's a streaming like, service. It, I, I pay a couple say, bucks it, for it. feels like Jimmy Garoppolo is now just selling me content. That's what, that's what we're all subscribing <laughs> would, to. Would you pay for it? I, I mean, I, I mean, I mean a little, uh, bad only Jimmy's I'm all about to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> but hold on, Jimmy's. hold on, hold on. Because there's a stack here that Alabaster was plaintively pointing to, and it is this, the bills outgained the dolphins 497 to 212. And so I want to distinguish, I want to distinguish between a couple of things that I think are happening here, listening to you guys, these conductors of this train who is, who are not like banging the drum for Tua so much as you are like marveling at what the Dolphins collectively might be. Mm -hmm. And so I am curious, like what actually is news to you here off of they, this game? What did you learn? They blitzed the shit out of um, Josh Allen and it gave him trouble. And that's like at times. So the, the the fact of the matter is the best plays that the Bills made, most of them were against the Blitz, but also like the worst mm -hmm. plays were against the Blitz also. So they they drop coverages and miss coverages sometimes like the early touchdown. They did a zero Blitz on the first play of the game. The Dolphins zero Blitz Josh Allen first play of the game and he hit him for a big gainer. It didn't scare him off. They continued to do it. And then someone missed the coverage in the blitz. And that's how they got their first touchdown uh, pass out of the backfield. So, like, they weren't perfect in the blitzes. But throughout the course of that game, they got sacks. They forced fumbles. They were getting after him. And it wasn't even, like, they were blitzing, obviously, with the intent to tackle him. But they're aware of how physically uh, impressive he is. So, it was just kind of like to force him to get rid of the ball quickly It would, is what it seemed like. And there were times where they he had a big run where he they blitzed him, he broke the first tackle, had a big run. So it's just kind of the 
the game you play when you're playing against Josh Allen. And it reminds me of like their game plan against Lamar Jackson. It's the same thing. They want to get after you. Mm. They don't want to let them sit back in the pocket and destroy their team. Well, before we get to Charlie real quick, Pablo, to answer your question, I think that's what I learned from this team is because we we came in thinking like, A, given all the Bills injuries, that it would probably be a shootout. It's what we've seen from the Dolphins defense and then with those Bills injuries. It turns out it started off that way somewhat, but it calmed down after a little bit. And so what the Dolphins have was they have a lot of individual talent on that defensive side. They just hadn't shown it really coming together. And after Brian Flores and that really aggressive defense, it's seemingly like calling well-timed defense, like blitzes all the time. It just made you wonder, hey, can can Mike McDaniel and his staff sort of carry that over while changing up the offense and being this sort of really uh, innovative offense and, and taking advantage of those two wide receivers. And so far through the first two weeks, hadn't really seen that, certainly not last week. This week, we saw a lot of that. We saw a lot of those playmakers available. We saw that defensive backfield's really good. Javon Holland's really good. And so it makes you think that, yeah, even when the Bills are healthy defensively, at least this Dolphins defense can give Josh Allen a lot to worry about, and he can't coast over this team the way he had you know, the previous seven times. Yeah, even when the Dolphins punt a ball into the butt yeah. of one of their own teammates but great this photo. defense can hold on alabaster i don't know if you want to oh no he's gone he took no 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 he took else? it down he took it down we're done with him oh uh, you, you um, backed away yeah, he got scared so <laughs> yeah. i thought we should give credit to david howard who was outstanding in coverage against stefan diggs for much of the game in zero um coverage without any help for much of the game and it was really impressive that was outstanding um in general like the defense while they put up big numbers, I thought the defense was really good going up against this impressive, impressive is the understatement, this seemingly unstoppable offense. Well, so they Dominique, were able to the, stop them. Go ahead. But but this nuance, right, of this defense was really impressive. Also, they gave up like 500 yards or whatever it was. Like it, it's possible after a game like this, if you're playing defense in the NFL, how do you feel? How do you feel when you look at the stats Great. versus you look – outstanding tired. yes tired sweaty yeah yeah tired and, heat exhausted and great like i mean they they won and they made the plays that they needed to make and it wasn't uh at the end of the game they stopped them twice they stopped the bills they did twice in bad field position so like as much as we it, it looks like it's coming out the other way i was gonna yeah. say what does that look like if you run the film backwards yeah, it just looks like it's just a <laughs> a turd and he's trying to stick it <laughs> never mind <laughs> honestly just straight up yoshi egg shooting yeah uh, people yeah. well it's funny uh i saw uh, i was thinking about this because uh Ty- tyreek hill tweeted out uh that boy won i think built different or yeah. just different right something like and that and he would have to have been built different to survive what was clearly a hit to the head uh, and then just have his back hurt yes so, um and but it all it's almost it's almost a blessing in disguise just sort of connected to that other thought that buffalo had all that entire time of possession in that second half because i don't know if Tua would have been able to make it through that and that sweltering heat with probably that condition that back condition um he looked a little strange there on the sideline just kind of staring out into space a lot of the time that that sequence, right? We should talk about that because what happens at the end of the second quarter is that Tua gets hit, falls backward, hits his helmet, the back of it against the ground, gets back up against to walk, stumbles forward, catches himself with both hands on the ground, looks like he is exhibiting signs of gross motor instability, a term that I learned today. And it turns <laughs> out that it's a back thing and his back felt like Gumby because spinal. he's done a quarterback sneak. Yeah, spinal, um, as it were. And and look. I just wondered, Dominique and Izzy, like, 
How much bullshit do you smell around this? Is it unfair to be smelling all of this bullshit? As the NFLPA now says, we have to investigate this. Even though I presume Tua, like any football player, like I imagine wanted to stay in the game oh, more yeah. than anybody. Yeah. He would block the investigation if yes. he could. The NFLPA, like the the job of the executive director and all the staff sucks. And this is another time where it sucks, <laughs> where you're going to have to come into an organization and investigate your against your members essentially because they don't want this right. penalty but it's in the best interest of everyone to try to make the game as safe as possible yeah i mean obviously i've been at a lot of very intense workouts and i've seen really scary things with players passing out and i remember one guy in training camp in college passed out you know those like little green gators what they call them? like you drive them around and you can like carry balls and stuff in the back Anyway, it's like a little um, mm -hmm. thing, a little cart type thing. They threw his limp body in the back of that cart and drove away into <laughs> into the, the building. And the rest of us kept practicing in that foolishness. So maybe we'll get Man. there at some point. But football culture is slow and it's about toughness and forcing your way through. And my school actually had a guy um, uh, after I was there uh die a couple years ago from working out so it is scary it is not a fun thing to talk about but it's concerning because your brain needs to stay cool and it's hard to keep your brain cool if you're playing in 100 degrees and you're running a lot that was the most jovial recounting of a series of traumatic events that i think right. ever you want me to go down all the television. things that i've been through as a <laughs> no football player? i am i am marveling i am marveling Two days ago, oh, I asked it. you if the Bills were a cut above everyone else in the NFL. Do you guys still think that? Nope. I didn't. I, I'm pretty sure I said no to that question. I two said days that ago. they were like several cuts, I believe. So I hope um, I, hope I, I said no. Longer I mean, I picked the Dolphins to win that. this game, so I feel confident. I, let's not look at all the rest of the games that I picked. Let's just focus <laughs> yeah. on this one game. Let's and we're splice talk about that this one game. quote yeah. into this episode. They are a lot of cuts above. So, I mean, they've been the most impressive team so far. They are a lot of cuts above. The idea that we just saw a good Buffalo Bills team last year, and now we're going to see a great one. I mean, two seasons ago, Josh Allen was 13-3 and three and had a great season. And last year, frankly, it didn't have as great of a right. season. And so um, if, if they're on top of the world here and everybody's, you know, aiming for them, I don't who knows if he's going to be able to maintain that level, you know, for 17 games in the playoffs. Before we before we move on, I would like to um, point out the impact that Tyreek Hill had on this game. His numbers weren't mm. big, but right. in rewatching the game, there were, yeah, mark it down. I'd be rewatching games. Damn, he's already grinded tape before. Yeah. I ground it. I grounded. I grounded it to nothing, to dust. <laughs> but um, so grounding were... more like uh, spices, less than like meat. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, now yeah, we're yeah. getting to Miami culture. Yeah, tell me more about this. Dust. On that long Jalen Waddle pass, what didn't he right. take up the other safety on the other side? Absolutely. And for much of the game, he was getting double teamed. They were doing this weird double team, where well, not weird, but slightly unusual double team, where they would bring the safety and the safety would cover the intermediate routes. No one would cover him short, and the corner who was lined up over him would just run back. I think it was Elam <laughs> much of the time. Snap yeah. at the ball, Gator. open your hips, run back. It was like uh, they were terrified of him. It was obvious that they spent the whole week of practice like, well, you knew that was going to happen. Waddle, but it ain't going to be Hill. After watching that Ravens secondary get roasted last week with some, you know, and not really playing it safe, uh, even though they were injured. So you knew that was going to happen. What I thought was going to be the result of that is, hey, the Dolphins um, run game will open up, right? Safeties will be way back and just kind of leave. Every and nope, Dolphins still couldn't run the ball. I mean, 
not that they tried that much. They just haven't had a very effective running game. They've actually had like 23 attempts and then 18 and then 17 in the three weeks oh, of play. And so it kind of is even you. more impressive what they're doing without, yeah, without actually. I mean, it's the Dolphins. Come on. Yeah, uh, I got I, um, my two assigned uh, football right here. I, oh, my gosh. I was surprised that the running stats were as bad as they were because it felt like in watching the game that they got some big, important runs at key times in the game. So I guess that's all that really matters is if your your ability to run the ball when you need to because it felt like they did. Uh, the game didn't get out of hand, didn't get to a shootout. It w- would have been interesting to see how they would have held up in a shootout, but they made the plays that they had to, and they are – Number one in the AFC? Are we going that far? I think we, I mean, mean, with the Chiefs losing, it's them and the Eagles as the only two undefeated teams or three and O teams of the Giants to play on Monday night left in the league. But I want to ask why and how Izzy got an autograph to a football. Like, when did that happen? It's not really that exciting. It was a, it was won by my partner, Anthony, in an athletic feat of some sort. I can't even remember which one, but, uh, so you can't sell it. No, you can't. I mean, I can sell it off. I mean, I can sell it. All it needs is this little thing of authentication right there. That's all it needs. So I can sell it. Alabaster, I can hear the sound of a little cart for Izzy coming. So should we move on to the next thing? I'm not injured. I'm okay, guys. (laughs) There you are. So David Dennis Jr., welcome back. The number one revelation from last segment that we just did was Dominique has been grinding tape in a dark room by himself, just like in ways that were bordering on the sensual is where I bordering imagining. Oh, no, we we crossed that border a long time ago. Y'all should have built a wall. (laughs) It's too late. I'm way across the border, <laughs> deep in the heartland of sensual film study, watching all these sweaty men slapping Just bodies, boy, flagging plays you like. Oh, yeah. I, I put them in big my manly book. meats, slapping oh. meats. <laughs> <laughs> I bookmarked the hell out them things like I can watch them again later. Put them in my my bank, you know. Yeah, yeah that's right. Your tape bank. Oh. Yeah. Jesus. Alabaster, the word, the word, the word lather may or may not have been used <laughs> seven oh, times yeah. while, while discussing this. Mm. Oh my God. Stop rubbing your hands together. Con- condensed, condensed hey, game I film. Had, I Is had, there any more arousing I phrase? Had, um, the red zone on the center TV, the two local games mm. on the side TV, and I had the, the computer up uh, grinding tape from the 1 a.m. game. I mean, from the 1 p.m. games. Woo! It was too much. It was overload. 1, 1 p.m. games, 1 a.m. energy. If you grind your tape for more than four hours, you should see a doctor. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, no doctor's here. My doctor's right. going to put me back in the game just like Tua, baby. All right, guys. Oh, so... Going to need some explanations for what happened in these games, though, because we all looked at the AFC West group of death. We thought these teams were unstoppable. Not the best day for them. They all lost. And my question for you all, which team suffered the worst loss? Uh, I mean, you want to go through them or should I I answer the question? Chiefs to the Colts, Raiders blown out by the Jaguars. Or sorry, the Chargers blown out by the Jaguars and the Raiders lost to the Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Raiders seem like they're dead now. I will establish that. But I'm not surprised because I had them as the fourth team in the group of death. And it's a dead man walking. No, no. I mean, I I had them as the fourth team, too. But I can't I can't accept I'm not surprised that they're as bad as they are. 
Like, no so one thought they were so, going to be this bad. So Josh McDaniels, David Dennis Jr., getting – I'm using your full name like I'm your teacher. I, I apologize for that. Uh, but yeah. the, the, the idea that Josh McDaniels got called into the principal's office, actually, by Mark Davis, yeah. the owner, and was held up at the presser, like – it's fair to say that there is some fun to be had and just like the dysfunction clearly happening right now. At least at least it didn't get Herm Edwards did, which is good. <laughs> yeah, but um, oh, fired in the end zone. After fired in the end zone and then sent on an American Airlines coach flight to wherever he has to go. And apparently the staff may or may not have been sending Lincoln, things yeah. to yeah, leak. Anyway, so yeah, I yeah, the, I just learned that Josh McDaniels is five or twenty, five and twenty in his last twenty five games. Which, not ideal. It's so in the in the wake in the wake of the Washington Post piece, which they they started a series about black coaches' mm-hmm. uh, lack of opportunities. Josh McDaniels really hurting the cause for we we don't got people in the pipeline because he can come back uh, up and keep stinking. <laughs> you can't keep giving them yeah. to him like it's, there's lots of black coordinators out there that are doing just fine, and they Team, went back to Josh McDaniel. Absolutely. I think once. part uh part five of the, the of the uh part five of that uh expose is just gonna be a picture of Josh McDaniels <laughs> on the front on the front page of the Washington Post. Oh my god. Uh, but actually I think that I think this is the worst day for the Chargers. Actually. You like, think so? They got they got smacked. Yeah, they, I mean the, the Jaguars actually the Jaguars actually might be good. They're like defense. I mean their offense right. was like second DVOA behind the Chiefs going into the week, I think was sort of anomalous, but feels like a real thing when they put 38 points on the board. And the really the Chargers, it's the injuries, man. They just seem like, they just seem cursed this season. Like it's just one right. of those seasons, this sort of season? like the Ravens this, last I was gonna season. Say, well, I don't yes, know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe this season feels worse because you have Justin Herbert and you're just squandering him. Right. But this is the shit that, I know from my childhood. Yeah, this is Chargers. This is like the right. whole Philip Rivers yeah, era. Yeah. This is all Chargers. <sighs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess so. I just, I thought they had the worst loss. However, I don't think they're done because you can explain away their loss. I think the Raiders are done. So that's much worse. I mean, I guess we should mm-hmm. talk about the Chiefs, but I think we all just kind of like still have enough respect for what the Chiefs has accomplished, have accomplished to be like, ah, this is a blip and. That was another one of the games that I rewatched. And rewatching that game, the Chiefs special team. So, like, they had a muffed punt. Yeah. And then they had a punt downed on the one-yard line. They missed the field goal. They they missed the fake field goal. And they still had a lead in the closing minutes of the game. And their defense played well for much of the game. They Then the Colts did that final drive to win. Their offense played okay, like, above. They were positive. They weren't terrible. But their special teams were so bad that they lost the game. And I guess you can just say, like, that's a fluke. That'll never happen again. We're still the Chiefs. We'll be okay. But uh, well, hold on. But when when special teams comprehensively are just that bad, that feels like one of those post-game scenarios where, I don't know, I imagine offense and defense are not normally on the same page about how to feel, but they're united by how well the problem the problem is the special teams are made up of offensive and defensive players <laughs> so it's hard to like blame them the only person who's going to catch this heat is the coach but the fact of the matter is their special teams can be bad all the time because their offense is so great and right. Patrick Mahomes gave them a, in that offense gave them a mediocre game and that wasn't enough to make a, and they still had a lead do you see Patrick Mahomes mm. and Eric Bieniemy have a little disagreement yeah, so after the game, and Andy, 
Andy Reid said, I believe, like if you heard the audio, um, you would have known this is not, no big deal. To which I say, release the audio. <laughs> <laughs> release the tapes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was about Patrick Mahomes wanting to play aggressively and Eric being to me like, nah, let's not be silly. Mm -hmm. Patrick conceded that it was that Eric was probably right, but it's his job to be aggressive. It probably was no big deal, but it's our job to make it a big deal. I guess where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, and that's Al nah. Alabaster. Are you are you making a big deal of that, or are you? No, are you no, no. I have, a, I have a broader Chiefs question for Dominique, and that I actually. We thought the Colts sucked coming into yeah. today. So I thought this was the worst loss. Not not in the significance for them in the season, but in a vacuum today, that was the worst loss among them. But my uh, question is, we thought without Tyreek, this was going to be a more balanced offense that spread the ball around and even ran the ball a little bit more. Um, and that would make them more stable from highs and lows. But CEH had seven carries for zero yards today. Patrick Mahomes was their leading, uh, leading rusher. Do they need to have a running game to keep these lows from happening? Like, is that something that they need to do to be a better team? It won't hurt. However, like, MBS is supposed to be their deep threat, and Patrick Mahomes is used to throwing deep balls at Tyreek Hill. He overthrew him a couple of times when he He's was just open, out there doing a track like, workout. That's all he yeah. does out there. <laughs> well, yeah, and he didn't hit him. So I, I don't know. Like, it's – I think it would be nice to have that, but I, I think that it's possible that we don't want to overreact to one week. They, I mean, they blew the doors off of the other two teams that they played. And this time they they didn't. And like it happens from time to time. If they do it in another week, then we'll have something to discuss. I'm not ready Dude, to overreact right and, now on the Chiefs. And we were talking and we were talking about the Chiefs offense struggling early last season. I mean, I was a little like I like in the, if you take the last couple of games, they struggled in the first half with the Chargers. I think it was like four points, which is like the most they've had. So they, their offense looked a little off, but it's the I mean, it's the Chiefs. They'll be fine. Just like one of those one of those games that you just lose. I don't think the Colts are as bad, uh, mainly because I thought they would be good at the beginning of the season <laughs> yeah. holding on to that. Yeah, <laughs> even me too. though. Oh, okay. We're just defending our takes now. <laughs> of course, yeah. we're just yeah, defending we're takes everywhere. right now. I'm just, I'm just going. I'm, I'm I, making a rookie move now, so uh, I'm holding on to this win right now. I feel like Tom Brady looks at Matt Ryan and is like, "This is why I get plastic surgery." <laughs> <laughs> Watching Matt Ryan give that post-game interview on the field, I was like, yo, this dude is old as hell, and he's not actually nearly the oldest person in the league who's doing this job. He's, yeah, you could he's... put him in, like, one of those pictures. Like, they had the picture of, like, uh, Meghan Markle and the rest of the royal family, and it was like, she's <laughs> older than all of them, and they all look 50. Like, you could put Matt Ryan's face, like, right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This, yeah, I don't know. I, I have to go with the – the Raiders because it's there's no hope for them. The Chargers like we get healthy, we'll be fine, and the Chiefs like we're really yeah. fine. It's the Raiders yeah. that it feels like the Titans. You lost to the Titans, it's over. So I have follow up I, questions about the Raiders, and then I also have follow up questions about the Chargers. But the so first on the Raiders, questions. who do you blame for this team? They got Devontae Adams, whoever says is the best receiver in the league. They have so much theoretical offensive talent. Why do they stink? Is Josh McDaniels just Lane Kiffin again? Like what's going on here? That feels like the most fun theory to have. I, I did not grind this tape, so I'm hesitant to blame anyone officially, but <laughs> David Carr's been pretty good for a couple of years. Without, so is Derek. I'm, ah, Derek Carr's been pretty Same good difference. for a couple of years. Without uh, Josh McDaniels, he shows up. They yep. stink. Um, the defense has been bad for the last few years, and they still aren't very good, so we can't blame Josh for that. But the point was they got – 
the best receiver in football and one of the best, one of all of these geniuses out here. They brought him in, this genius guy. They brought him in <laughs> for here the podcast audience. Dominique is jazz hands. I mean, it just it frustrates. It's something that frustrates me generally. We talk about you, offensive I, geniuses. I know. All I the use time. the word it's genius like to talk about McDaniel, and you hate it every I mean, single time. He's Shanahan. not a, like you think he's Copernicus. Like he's, he's just running plays. Relax. Not geniuses out here. Cool it. And they all, all these geniuses get outsmarted. Like uh, if there was one actual genius out there, I think they would be all right. And they would not get outsmarted on a routine basis. But anyway, the point is this genius can't figure it out with possibly the best tight end football, possibly the best number one in football, possibly the best slot receiver in football and Jacobs in the backfield. This genius can't outscore the Titans who have an old running back, um, a quarterback that they don't even want. And an injured offensive line, he can't outscore them. Decimated I feel like we needed like a church church organs playing in the background while you were doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, need, I felt like I should should have hum. I should have done that. Should have hummed past the collection plate yeah. around or something. I should have fainted felt. at one point. Yes, yeah. they, they uh, should pass the collection plate to buy that man out. Genius. <laughs> As we move on, I do feel compelled to tell you that on the AFC West, there's a chance that. Uh, the Broncos will also lose. We're taping this during the game and in the first quarter, Russell Wilson had three passing yards. But I move on. That's Ooh, oh, Nathaniel I mean, Hackett. That's, we got a oh my God. Nathaniel. That's, that's kind of a <laughs> so funny to me. They went and hired um was it uh Rossberg? Jerry Rossberg, right? To help they- him. They hired in Nathaniel Hackett the fruit rounds no. of head coaches. Kirkland oh, you're talking Brand about the Josh special McDaniels. teams guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirkland Brand Josh they, McDaniels. They brought that man a babysitter. Oh man, he was he was in Baltimore when I was there. He was uh, John Harbaugh's uh, assistant head coach when I was there. So they just brought him over there. It was like whatever you did to Harbaugh, do it to Nathaniel because he is so confused <laughs> out there. That's that sucks, man. I mean, I thought it was a good move, a good decision by the front office, but it's got to be terrible for them to go hire a babysitter on you. Oh, man. Two weeks a in. Oh, oh, Natty, for... Natty Hex. <laughs> <laughs> a babysitter for a guy whose entire job was to just lure a quarterback over who never yes. came. Uh, right. Speaking of that quarterback. The definition the of you had game. one job. <laughs> the final game we're going to talk about. Did mm. you learn anything from that? 14-12 shootout between the Packers and the Bucks. Nope. Nothing that we I didn't already so know. I'm so glad that game didn't go into overtime. Yeah. Think about that. We are, I mean, I don't want to project my feelings onto your feelings, but I'm at a place in my life where Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers in overtime is not a thing I want to watch. <laughs> I watched that game and I was like, I don't want any more of this. This can end right now. And in fact, because Tom Brady couldn't like snap the ball in time or they couldn't snap the ball to him in time, that two-point conversion, we didn't have to get that essentially. But yeah, this was this was it was a big bowl of blah. Yeah, it was uh, some good defense, mm-hmm. uh, some really bad offense. It it wasn't fun, <laughs> and like you have the big names, it's supposed to be fun with the big names. It was not fun, and those teams. If either of those teams make a deep run, it's gonna be. I mean, I guess I have more, I don't know who I have more hope or more faith in. It's just, I don't want to project. I just want to wallow in the sadness that was <laughs> that game. It was not fun. No. Yeah, it was, there was a moment when, when Tom Brady, uh, you know, 
ran for, I think, 12 yards and dove. And then his knee brace got all twisted and he just was mangled on the, and they were like trying to, and they were trying to help with his knee brace. It was like me uh, trying to help my dad with his like remote, trying to figure out how to turn his TV <laughs> on. It just felt, it just felt like something I didn't want to watch anymore. It just was, it was hard. It was, it was tough. It was tough. He hasn't had a multi-touchdown game this season, is what Alabaster has just informed us. They, the yeah. um, commentators, unironically, when Cole Beasley caught his first pass. Oh, that's right. Went deep into how Tom Brady said, it feels like I've been throwing to this guy for 15 years. <laughs> and nobody <laughs> laughed. I was like, I thought they made a good joke. And they was like, that's nah. a great line. It was like, it's only been a couple of days. Like, no, this is funny, guys, because... He's a white slot receiver, and that's what Tom Brady loves. But we didn't even get that fun. It just no. It was no fun to be had. But by the way, the mere yeah. fact that he went and was like, I need me Cole Beasley, <laughs> specifically, <laughs> is a giant like symptom, right, of a larger issue. In it that was, the Bucks just right. don't seem to have it. They don't have enough. It, feels it was like. it was what we thought it was going to be, though. That's like this game didn't surprise us. We expected both of these quarterbacks to struggle against good defenses without a lot of weapons. The scary thing for the Packers is they don't have a bunch of people injured that could come back and threaten uh, deep down the field. The Bucks do when they get all their receivers healthy. Uh, their O line wasn't playing great, but. Just generally, I have been frustrated a lot in the past couple of years with people saying that other quarterbacks should raise the talent around them like Tom Brady does and I always snap back like, no, Tom Brady was bad with the Patriots. And then he went down there and the talent around him raised his ass up. So I mm, think I'm going to mm. use the rest of this week on all the shows I go on to say, Tom Brady has got to play better. Raise the talent of the people <laughs> around him. Blah, 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 blah. Are we, are, are we there, David? Are we at the point where we all feel comfortable, as comfortable as Dominique, in just like beginning to just throw the dirt? Here it is. Here it is, the end. It's finally the end. Are we there? I mean, not, I, no. I mean, I think, I mean, the Packers defense is great. And he didn't have any, he didn't have his guys out there. He, had, he was throwing to people that I had not really heard of. And it's still, I mean, I think the thing for both of these teams like we saw the blueprint for them both for the season, which is if Aaron Rodgers can put together two or three really great drives, the defense could do the rest. And if Tom and for Tom Brady, if the if the Bucks can stay close, he still marched him down the field uh, in that fourth quarter. Like that's the that's what they're going to have to rely on. But this idea that either of these dudes at this point with the talent around them is going to just save these teams ain't going to happen. Um, but yeah, I'm not willing to throw it out. I mean, I think the defense are good enough that, that Tom Brady can, you know, yeah. that he's, he's there right now to do what he did today is just win at the end of the game and hope that it works out. I didn't put any got... dirt on him, Pablo, just to be clear. Oh. I, I feel the same way that David feels in that the defense is good enough. Oh, you got yeah. scared. You got scared. Not, nothing to be scared about. Nothing to be scared about. did you hear Dominique get scared just then? No he was fear. like, oh, no. Oh, no, no fear. Oh, no. This is going to be played back. Oh, I'm many, fine with many, it. I've already said formats. it before is the thing is I'm already on the Tom Brady video because I said he would never win another Super Bowl oh, that's before right. he went and won a Super Bowl. So it's like double jeopardy for you. It's like you can't be convicted for the same crime twice. Yeah, hey, I'm already in there, baby. I'm just <laughs> giving you some honest analysis. It's like, yeah, Tom Brady in the fourth quarter down the score is always going to be a problem. Tom Brady for the rest of the quarters doesn't seem like much of a threat right now. 
Mm. I, I do have important stats. Back. I want to. I, I, I did extensive Ooh. research. I have important stats. I want to read out. Oh, okay. Give it to me. Oh, wow. All right. Nine Grammy Awards, thirteen American Music Awards, twelve Billboard Music Awards, and six Guinness World Records. Rihanna Super Bowl have. There's going to be a football wow. game during the Rihanna concert. What are the Guinness in records February. that we're talking about? I don't know. I don't. Hell know. no! Don't but, put. Um, he, he he said he did extensive. Not I did extensive, extensive research, and you research. just and you just and you just ruined it. I think I'm gonna go turn on some Luther Vandross and watch some tape for the rest of the evening. <laughs> I can't wait. Make make sure you make sure you stretch first. Never too uh, much. Never too much. Never too much. 